0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence?
1: We are back at it again in the first episode of the post Academy Awards world. Uh, <laughs> where does where do we even start here, Josh? You don't watch the Academy Awards. Let's let's get that out there. Yeah, it's not something you do or that you I, like to. I, do I
0: wanna I wanna I wanna talk about I wanna talk about that for a minute because yeah, let's just talk. Let's open. Okay, up. okay. Open because here's here's the deal. I, I, I've made it clear that deal. I have made it clear that I am not a fan of the Oscars. Made that blatantly clear for the past, how long have we been doing this show?
1: 17 for and a half years.
0: Yeah. Um, 43 not, years. I, the thing is, I, I used to watch a show every year, and I used to have a fun time watching it. I, I'd print out a little ballot, I'd put my checks on it, and I'd, I'd watch it, and I'd, I'd make myself pizza, and I'd have a good time. Then, and then what the happened? internet happened and ruined everything. As it does. I, I turned into a grumpy old man who hates everything and complains about everything. And What's up, man? It I, I just didn't I don't want I don't like it. So and I just, everyone takes this stuff way too seriously and and we're going to talk about that a little later cuz it's funny now that everyone takes it so seriously cuz <laughs> a certain movie won, and it's amazing. But now, from from now on, I think what I'm going to try to do, because it sounds like this was a really good show, and I'm kind of mad I missed it, because I love Jimmy Kimmel, and I watched his opening, and it was really funny, so I'm going to try to watch it again. I'm going to try to watch it next year. I'm going to go back to watching it. I'm going to stay away from all social media, all of award season,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and avoid everyone and everything so I can enjoy it in peace and happiness like I used to, and I'm going to see how that works out.
1: Interesting. Well, when The Snowman wins 19 Oscars next year, then movie, you will
0: I'm telling you right now nobody's going to see that movie.
1: I'm telling you right now people are going to fucking see that movie. See that movie. Even t- Hold on, even Tinker Taylor, which was Is that
0: it's the same director as that? Yeah. Okay, maybe this. One even I'll Tinker
1: see. Taylor, which was kind of oh, not kind of. It was much more low-key and like sort of it came out in September, you know? So it's not like it's the biggest release. It's, it's going to be even that pulled in eighty million dollars.
0: It's going to be like Bridge of Spies, where like people see it and but like no one cares, Trust except me. Like you. except except you.
1: I mean, I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. Um, hmm. I,
0: I just thought I just gave a good compare. It's like Bridge of Spies. No,
1: no, we have no. It's not. Yes, the, it this, the source material is completely or different. T- I know. T- I know t- what yeah. you're saying. With, like the attitude toward of people towards, but it's much more. This movie, the movie's going to be gruesome. It is going to be like horror movie level gruesome. Uh, if,
0: let's see. What if it's
1: bad, though? It's not gonna be bad. Trust me. It's Thomas Alfredson. He made one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, it, there's literally no possible way that it's bad. And I don't care if people are like, oh, it's come back to bite you in the ass when it's bad. It's like, it's not gonna be. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> um, I can't really think of anything. Nothing's really come out in the last few years that kind of equals it. Maybe, I guess... The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, or... Yeah, it's like, it'll be a mix of, like, The Girl with a Dragon Tattoo and Prisoners. It'll have that kind of thing, that kind of, like, mood going for it. And those did fairly mm. well. So, trust me, like...
0: Sounds intriguing.
1: Yeah, it's... You're in, for, you're in for a surprise. It's it's gonna be... I think it's gonna be big. Especially with Fassbender. He's... He, he may not be the box office darling that everybody thinks he... Could and should be, but he's the critics like him, and he I think he's going to bring it. Uh, oh, man, I'm excited now. Uh, what were we talking about? I no, just know. the Oscars in general. Yeah, yes. no, I I see that. I I still I like the show of it. I I think the
0: see I've heard I've heard the main complaint is the show is really boring.
1: I don't think so. I th- I'm I'm always curious to see what the host and writers and producers and all and all that kind of stuff come up with. Yeah, it's because I'm yeah. I'm sort of studying that or whatever but it's still it still interests me um and especially the host i mean kim I'll, I'll say it now i've let's see i've watched uh i've watched at least like the whole telecast i'd say maybe since yeah, so i watched the chris rock one i watched the Neil Patrick harris one which was so bad
0: that was horrible. That was really His, bad. the eight minutes of Jimmy Kimmel that I saw was better than the entire show. Yeah, it oh was.
1: It was a cringe. Uh, I saw. So going back to like Ellen DeGeneres, or maybe and maybe Seth MacFarlane, one of those two is when I started like actually watching, and this is by far I, the best one. Like Kimmel's hosting was. Kimmel was just a great host, and the the jokes were funny. They were just the right amount of like. Mean and just the right amount of just kind of did, like sarcastic.
0: Did they bring? Did they bring in a a bus of people? That's what someone said, and I don't know what it means.
1: Yeah, no, no they like you know those um, um, like when you go, well, yeah, they even have them in New York, like the tour, like it's like a bus tour where they like take you to the homes of the stars and to like here's the Paramount Pictures lot and here's Warner Brothers and here's where they shot this, like one of those. It's for it's for dumb tourists, basically. Hmm. It was one of those, except they but they brought them to the Oscars and. Huh the 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 people themselves weren't that funny just because they were like normal people but uh, the way that Kimmel was interacting with them was just brilliant like he was doing he was like making fun of them and making fun of the situation he was calling back to old jokes and he was just the guys the guys a machine of comedy he's he's so funny he's one of the I think he's he's one of the top three late night guys right now like I've I don't watch a show that often but when I do
0: I always laugh and I always laugh yeah I- I usually just watch him whenever there's like a trailer premiering, but I end up watching the whole thing yeah. and I like him. So yeah.
1: That's what he's got a good job there. I mean, as I mean, as yeah. long as the as long as the Disney Disney machine is going, he's gonna have eyeballs and he's gonna have a show. So and the yeah. Disney machine I think, machine I think, will never stops. So. I think
0: there's what what movie is it tomorrow. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is coming with him tomorrow.
1: Yeah, look at that. It's crazy. Um, but overall, I've, i yeah, his his performance as the host was great. Total, total, uh, uh, he nailed it. I love that guy. Um, the winners, I mean, I've, there's only been a couple of times where the winners have like really surprised me. Uh, one of which I'll talk about a little bit later. And, um, like Mark Ryland's, for instance, last year, that one was like, well, that's one of the worst Oscar picks, like of the why last did, ten years, I think. Why
0: does everyone hate that? Just I don't, I know, Rocky. I just don't.
1: It it just wasn't that good.
0: He was great.
1: Okay, but let's. He was he was fine on his own, but like compared to the rest of the guys, I mean, let's see who is he? Christian Bale in The Big Short. Well, okay, I can. That was whatever. One. Mark Ruffalo, or yeah, Mark Ruffalo in Spotlight. Good. I thought it was a good performance. Tom Hardy in The Revenant. That's what. That's why I would have picked. And then Creed and in Rocky, uh, or and then S- Stallone and Rocky or Creed. Fuck. Whatever. There's a lot of names. <laughs> it's just he's just the he would be like second or third. Like if if I had to rank those, if, he'd be like if fourth Rock, or fifth. If
0: Rocky, if Stallone was not in a movie last year that didn't, if he didn't get nominated, nobody would be saying anything about it. It's just because it's Rocky.
1: No, but he—that was like a really good performance, and if it, no, if, he was great. In and, it, but like you know, I think the thing I you don't. hate about the Academy Awards is that they—they they don't sometimes they don't give an award when it's when the performance deserves it, but they instead they like they'll give the award to somebody who's been working a really long time and has had some Oscar-worthy performance, like with DiCaprio. Like I think, yeah. For instance, I no think that they was that was that was
0: that was a, that was a pity win. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of pity wins, and I just feel like if if we're gonna do that, you might as well give one to Stallone at this point. Like the dude's, the dude's like, not not one of my favorite actors. I don't seek him out very often. I think he's just okay, but like the the impact he's had on movies is just it's so strong, and it's and if you and if you're this late in your life, I mean he's seventy now, and you give that good good of a performance that's worthy to be nominated, then you might as well just give it to
0: him. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. When it's like, I feel like people take this stuff way too seriously. It's like I don't know what I'm not saying you are, but it's like people. No. I see people getting so crazy upset and like, you know, throwing throwing their little tantrums. Like I've seen people like literally like type a paragraph of like an outburst on Facebook about it. No, no, that's like, that's a sign of like, illness. It's just like who cares? These people have more money. And have more success than you can ever dream of.
1: Yeah, this, they're Get gonna, over it. They're, to, <laughs> like, they're, they're sleeping fine. just fine. Yeah, they
0: are perfectly fine. The they're Lego happy. Movie. The people that made the Lego Movie are happy that they made a bunch of money and have a great movie. The, uh, Leo, I'm sure he was fine for all those years without his Oscar, yeah. with his many women on his private beach. I'm sure they're all perfectly fine. Everyone needs to relax. Yeah.
1: Now it, it it it's the same thing with sports to me. Like. Literally the only thing I'll get upset about in sports is Syracuse basketball. Like sometimes my mood will fluctuate a little bit based on if they win or lose like when they win I get stuck it gets super psyched and I'm like, Oh, this is the best. I love this team. But if they lose, I'm just like, shit, that sucked and then I just move on. But like the people who in sports or movies or T V or anything, unless you have a horse in the race, or if like you know the person, or if they're from your hometown, or if you have if you don't have some kind of connection you just need to shut the hell up because it's pathetic. I think I just think that's kind of, that part of it's pathetic. Like I loved, I, I loved it when the Lego Movie got shut out and just to see everybody get so butthurt, it like like their lives were worse off. You know, it's just it's funny yeah. to me. I don't know, but I don't know. Not I guess not everybody's as emotionally distant as I am, but whatever. <laughs> Can't ask it. Can't ask it at all. Um... Not not too many moments like that this year where everybody's like, oh, "I can't believe X didn't win." You know, that's that's bullshit. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah, it seemed it seemed I, I didn't look I didn't really see everything won, but it seemed like kind of it was pretty spread out. It wasn't like anything swept anything.
1: No, no, no. La La Land. I mean, it's it had like 14 nominations and it won 5. So that's sort of a, you know, that's it's the closest you got. Yeah, yeah, and then the whole thing, but we'll get to that. But yeah. Let's talk about Let's talk about the prestige of the Oscars. Um, yeah. I don't think it got ruined with Suicide Squad winning for best whatever makeup, because I think Sam Smith's Bond theme kind of did that. Because that's literally one of the, not one. It's not one of the worst ever, but like it's it's a pretty terrible Bond song. Let's just like it's one of my least. It's maybe my least favorite overall. I still stand
0: of. by that. It is a perfectly fine song.
1: But just. I, I just okay fine it's I just find the arrogance of it pretty substantial. I
0: don't I don't remember I remember almost none of the song
1: exactly because it's it's boring like it, he's just piggybacking off of what Adele did. It's basic it's for the most part it follows the same kind of structure. I don't think his voice is that good. I think he thinks his voice is a lot better than it actually is and i just find him as an insufferable person. He seems maybe he's nice, maybe he's cool, but just from everything from the everything that i've seen of him, especially when he said after the Oscars that he was the first openly gay man to ever win an Oscar when like 10 people had won one before him, i just kind of hate him a little bit and i just think he's yeah, just kind of arrogant. But um and that's just a bad song overall. It's not it has nothing to do with the movie. It's just it's crap. Anyways, um so as far as I'm concerned, the Oscars came, they lost a big deal of prestige then, but they're just but about then, to, they're down to their last shred with giving an award to Suicide Squad. I don't care what it is, that's just bullshit.
0: But it's that this is what I'm talking about, though. It's like, well, the pre- prestigiousness, I, I, prestigiousness. I don't, I don't give a crap. Like, no, to me, they're all the same. Like Oscars, Golden Globes, right? Uh, like it's prestigiousness, whatever. I watch it because that's the one I choose to watch because it's the one that everyone actually cares about. Josh, Um, Josh, Josh. Prestige worldwide. I don't. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Prestige Um, worldwide. Jesus, what's that? What's that from? I know it. Step Brothers. Oh my God, how did I not know that? You don't? Are you? Uh, Do you even Step Brother, bro? I haven't seen it in a while. It's so good, though. Do you even Step Brother? Oh my God. I do Stepbrother. I do Step Brother. Sad. Um, what was it talking about? Um, but like Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's not a good movie. I I enjoyed it when I saw it. The more I thought about it, I realized it's kind of a giant piece of shit. But whatever. Um, it's it who like it for what it, it won for makeup and what it, is makeup and hair? Is that what yeah. it's called? Uh, it won for makeup and hair and the makeup and hair in the movie was good. The movie might have been terrible, but it won for makeup and hair because it had good makeup and hair. Mm-hmm. Granted, I think Star Trek probably deserved it. But... Okay,
1: I'm just saying, and not that these are the same, but that's like. That's like inviting Hitler to an award show, and saying, "Honestly, though, pretty tight mustache." And then just give him a you giving give him an award. Gotta give credit where
0: credit's due. He had a nice. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. That,
1: it, you know what that? You know what that? The Hitler mustache is. It's not even a Hitler mustache. It's it's a it, it's a northbound uh, soul patch. Really, it's it's headed up. Jesus I don't know. Um lack of a soul patch, I guess. Uh, oh, interesting. I just I just I'm more I just am morally against rewarding bad people and bad things for good elements. Cuz like yeah, every I mean, I think every every person, every movie has a redeemable quality. Like for instance, let's go yeah. back to Hitler. He loved animals. That's great. Super cute. There's a bunch of pictures of him feeding deer and playing with dogs and all that kind of stuff, but it doesn't cancel out the fact that he was like a terrible human being and I mean, yeah, just because Donald Trump makes the bing, 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 bong, bing, 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 bong noises doesn't mean that he's not a completely incompetent man-child, you know? I just, that's just a thing for me. It's, like, to put put it in a sports analogy, it's, uh, it's kind of like a 16 seed beating a 1 seed, where, yeah, you're more than entitled to, like, do your best and get that, but, you're a sixteen seed. Just know your know your role and your role is to be walked over by one seed, you know? It's I don't know. It's it's whatever. I know the the I, meme is strong and I'll give it that, but everything else is just like, can we not?
0: I'm I'm going to send you a, a copy of Academy Award winner Suicide Squad with the big sticker the big gold sticker on it. I hate that so much. <laughs> I don't that's, I don't you know like that coming. we live in. You know you know that that's going to exist. No, it's a, a great it's a great meme and
1: I don't blame them at all for doing it cuz <laughs> they're in on the joke whoever the the merch team is, but it's just oh man, yes. it hurts. It really does. You
0: know that you know that the freaking the DC whoever's running the DC, they're going to milk the hell out of that for a really long time. Like <sighs> like that's amazing.
1: Um the, the no the first trailer is just going to start the trailer for Suicide Squad 2 is just going to start off with like the uh, the highly anticipated sequel of the Academy Award winning film Suicide Squad two, will the Joker ever get out of group therapy? Will uh, we find uh, a plot? Who knows? You know, <laughs> it'll be one. Of, it'll be one of those things. It's just like,
0: but like, go back to what you were saying. Is like, like, I wouldn't like. That's I feel like that's how some people actually. That's probably how a lot of people feel about like Mel Gibson. Like they don't want him to win anything because he's an asshole and he's said and done terrible things. But the dude's a good director. Like
1: yeah yeah no no it, I agree it, it, that separating the the art from the artist is like, a like thing. but I feel
0: I feel like that's I mean the same to me obviously a bad movie is not the same as being an anti semitic drunken rampage yeah. but you know but it's, it's close it's
1: but it's but it, that's what you're saying right it's just, it's just <laughs> no like the only, the only thing from like a more practical perspective is the only thing that bums me out is like for instance best animated feature film right. I like Zootopia. Yeah. I know you're not as high on it, but I still, I it's, still do. I've, I've cooled on it quite a bit because I just think, dramatic, from a narrative perspective, I just don't think it's as strong as some, uh, even *Sausage Party* for that, in, for that instance. Um, it's like *Zootopia* already got; it's made over a billion dollars, right? Yeah. And then something like *Kubo*. If, it, if it were to win, maybe it gets a big bump in revenue and sales and stuff like that. But, and I think, for what it's worth, *Kubo* is a much better film than *Zootopia*. Uh, so that that part kind of bums me out. That like, okay, we gotta let's n- we have to recognize the some of the we have to recognize some things and leave others in obscurity. So that I don't know, I the I just wish the the prop the the benefits of being an Oscar winning film were not were were equally shared. That people didn't just go see the or go buy the blu ray the one that. One, but like actually looked into the other nominees because I don't know. That's I just love Kubo, basically.
0: Yeah, Kubo. Kubo's is my favorite animated. It's so it's it's so good. Yeah, um, a, but way like better, I mean, way, I way really, better than Zootopia. I don't care what anybody says. I I put Zootopia. I don't even. Were there like two? I don't even know what all the animated ones were. There was like Zootopia, I like Dory, Wana, Sausage Kubo. Party and
1: Kubo better. And I, well, I like, but I didn't see shit like Secret Life of Pets or whatever. So.
0: Were were the other two animated movies like just like some anime thing that I probably didn't see?
1: Uh, yeah, one was the Red Turtle, which was a yeah, I didn't, a that one. it's like a Studio Ghibli kind of thing, okay. and the other was My Life as a, as a Zucchini, so that's awesome. Okay,
0: um, I will probably never see those. So no, that's
1: it's unnecessary. It really yeah. is. No, uh,
0: but yeah, Zootopia is like the bottom of my list, but it's it's good. It's like you yeah. know whatever, good for them. Yay Disney, you know whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't think it wins. That's weird, it's
0: just like I, I, it's cool to see that, like, just seeing Kubo's like record is like at least acknowledged and like mm-hmm. people know about it. That's, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, so.
1: it's too smart for the, the regular public. Oh well, sad. Um, so let's just talk about Best Picture. Uh,
0: <laughs> which one? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh my I god. Guess, it really. I watched, art, I watched the clip like five times. Yeah. It's, it's life, so amazing.
1: Life imitates art, La La Land. If you're gonna if you're gonna show us a what could have been ending and then pull the rug out from under our feet, <laughs> then we'll fucking do it right back at you. I think your complaint about the movie, uh, not liking the movie's ending, is uh, came back to bite him. I think. <laughs> but yeah, that was just am- like. I was just sitting on my bed and I've been like sick, so I was like, I was really ready to go to sleep for the to like sleep off a cold or whatever, and I just. I'm getting ready, and I I literally am holding my TV remote in my hands, ready to turn it off. And I see like, I think I saw Emma Stone's face, and I was like, "What's happening? What's going on right now?" Is down because <laughs> yeah, there's this here? guy
0: Did with a just... microphone behind him, and he's like, free, he's like moving everyone around, shuffling everything.
1: That was so great. My God. Again, and this I'll I'll bring up an older an older point. Like people are saying, "Oh man, this X and like he, this person gonna get fired." No, I bet like bunch bunch of people gonna get fired. Is that really necessary? It, uh,
0: it's a. I mean, that's a the movie first time that's ever show. happened. I know, but they take again. They take it way too seriously. They think you know this what. Is the, like, you know
1: what the punishment for that happening is going to be?
0: They get docked a million dollars.
1: No, they get better ratings next year. I don't <laughs> like, know. I don't. It's that's just stupid. I think uh, mistakes happen. It, like either whether it's not bringing a producer coffee or. Fucking up the envelope. It's mistakes happen. I just, yes. I don't know. If you're, the way I see it, one of my old teachers to, uh, said this to me. It's like nobody's gonna die. No, like when we're when I'm like working on a project, it was like even, whatever mistake you make, nobody is gonna die. So it's not a big deal. And I I take that approach to things. Like if if nobody's gonna die or if no major consequences are gonna come about, that's fine. If a bunch of celebrities have their feelings hurt and whatever, then so be it. Just let's not ruin somebody's life over something small. If they if they have a pattern a, a a pattern of action that you know that this isn't a surprise, then fine. But if it's just an honest mistake, then let it be an honest mistake. You know, it's I don't know. That's just my attitude. Like I just think if that were me and I was a great employee or whatever, and I fucked that up, I wouldn't. You know, I'd be pretty bummed if I were fired. So. You well know, compassion
0: it's, is all it's, it's still it's still one of the funniest things I've ever no, seen no no it's hysterical it's, it's just it's... oh my god like I just
1: great meme and
0: and people were given well for like the five seconds before we realized what like actually happened it was a big mix up but everyone was uh, blaming um, Warren Beatty really it's Faye Dunaway's fault she read the card yeah 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 <laughs> like but... she didn't realize what he was trying to tell her and he, she was just like oh it's Lola La Land <laughs> like is it
1: Warren Beatty's fault or is it Leonardo DiCaprio's fault because <laughs> he was the last one with the best actress envelope when he announced yeah. uh, Emma Stone, so I don't know.
0: I don't, I, just, I don't know. He
1: might he might be getting back at them. For she she them said all these she ears. said she
0: had a, the card in her hand the yeah, whole time. So there was a, it, a, yeah they printed probably multiple copies of it. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. Hmm. that's I don't interesting. Know. It was it was unexpected. Like I know you I know you don't follow sports as much, but like anybody who follows like the big three sports knows that this last kind of round of championships has been one of the best ever, like the baseball, the Cubs won after all these years, NCAA basketball, Villanova won in a game-winning shot, NBA 3-1 lead, Cleveland won a title for the first time, the Super Bowl, Patriots, go Pates, go Patriots, let's go, yeah. um, and oh. what's the other one, and like the NCAA playoff, the football playoff, they won a last-second touchdown, and this just continues the streak of holy fucking shit kind of All eyes on this events of whatever. I mean, the Golden Globes didn't happen because the Golden Globes isn't serious, so that's taking that out of the equation. And then the the election. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Life is life is great. Uh, is the point. But yeah, it was it was unexpected. That's that's TV history right there. And it's it's always it's always fun to see it when it happens. So, uh, I enjoyed that quite a bit.
0: Like some of the some of the tweets I've seen. Good. Seriously, like the did you see Steve Harvey's tweet?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and the what is it? The, the,
0: and M Night Shyamalan had one too. Yeah, that was he was a great. big one. Like, oh my god, that go, was Jimmy the Kimmel. best.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh well, I mean, too, too, I, I I feel really bad for the people from La La Land because they they only can choose yeah. whatever project they want to do next. So
0: they they did they. I mean, they had a, they had a lot of class when yeah. they uh, handing it over. So.
1: My favorite thing was Damien Chazelle in the background. If you ever saw him, he was just standing there. He looked like he looked <laughs> a combination of mortified and pissed off. It was pretty great. <laughs> I, I hope I hope that was just a bad, like a bad reaction shot, and that he's like cool about it cause he won best director.
0: Can you if... can you seriously though? Can you imagine the outrage that would have happened if it was the other way around?
1: Oh my god, that'd be so funny. White like, win. Whites win.
0: Everyone <laughs> race there war. Would be... People would be calling the Oscars racist and like saying, oh, it's just another, there be be honest, another though, backlash like last year. I don't I think
1: didn't... anybody anybody would correct them at that point. Like, 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 they'd be like yeah, yeah, whatever. Like,
0: no, I, that there could great. end up being booze. I don't even know. Like, that would have been – the internet would have broke. Like, that would have been insane if that happened. That
1: would been great Mean though. Yeah. Uh, so that's Oscars chat. Excited for next year. Uh, hope uh, hope Kim will host again soon. I think he's good at it, and I just love that guy. He's 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 great. He's the best. Um, let's move on, shall we? So yeah. we'll, let's talk about some Batman stuff. Uh, continuing our streak. I was right, by the way. Sort of. I was a
0: hundred percent right. I was a million you were, percent you, right. You were like twenty percent right.
1: I said on this show that Matt Reeves was doing a power play to get something that he wanted from Warner Brothers, which is why. He, I'm sure his agent or somebody close to him leaked it out that he had left negotiations for the Batman. And then he showed – they must have pointed to, like, tweets and articles be like, oh, Bat Reeves is the perfect choice, and he took that to Warner Brothers and said, hey, give me whatever what whatever he was asking for. And they, they said yes, and then they, they signed him on. That is 100% what happened. Open shut.
0: Boom. We'll see. I, I mean, I are mean,
1: we're not going to know the truth. like That's something no. we're never going to know about. So let's just assume that I'm right. Uh, no. What do you think happened?
0: I don't know. I think probably, I don't know. I I don't know how this stuff works. I just know that at some point someone signs on, someone makes a movie, and then Warner Brothers comes in and ruins the movie, and then everyone hates DC. I don't know. That's all I know. Hmm. Well, let's hope it's good.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Reeves is signed on. Awesome, super fun. But what I think is more interesting is that the Lego Batman director, Chris McKay, is apparently developing a Nightwing solo film. So, another thing I was kind of half right on. <laughs> I think if you know what, if I get if we get a DC Universe and a and a Batman Universe kind of working uh laterally with that, then that's perfectly fine with me. I'm I'm down. I'm
0: cool. Uh,
1: what do you make of this news, Josh?
0: This is stupid. Why? I think this is just, not to shit on the Batman parade, this is a desperate attempt from Warner Brothers to cash in on the popularity of Batman while pushing aside their, what should be their priorities that are the main DC characters. Well,
1: what what, what about this makes you think it's not that the other characters aren't a priority?
0: Because they put, the fact, first of all, the fact that a Suicide Squad movie came out before Wonder Woman tells me, Exactly that. Cause Suicide Squad is primarily tied into Batman. It's well, I mean, like that's a- that's
1: not so much like. No, I, I don't think that's as much of a pre- like a preference. Like they want to get Suza, they want to get Suicide squad, squad out there as it was logistical. Because I think Gal Gadot had a baby at some point that might have uh, that provided I don't know her. About,
0: I don't know anything about that, but uh, just I mean, cause she was fil- they were filming because she went right from filming Batman or Superman into Wonder Woman. Right. So I don't. Or, and then into Justice League. Okay, so in November
1: um, in November of 2016, she announced that her and her husband were having a baby. So that was okay. So that was after all that stuff. Happened. Yeah, that was uh,
0: the the Wonder Woman yeah. movie was filmed before that. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, and then now they have the Gotham City Sirens movie. That's supposed to, apparently that's coming out next year. That's the word. Is that it's no. getting in pre, in pre production. It's going to start filming later this year and come out. I'm going to assume it's going to take that July 2017
1: date. Side I don't know. tangent. Uh. Did you see the trailer for Bright with Will Smith?
0: Uh, I think was that that is that what that like thirty second Netflix yeah, the thing, cop was, thing was? Will Smith? Yeah. yeah. Did that? I don't, did that look really bad to you, or is it just me? I, I, it looked like a nothing. I didn't yeah, even know. It, no, it didn't show me anything.
1: I felt it Showed both... me a bunch
0: of shots of a city, some weird orc thing, and then Will Smith, and then it was over. Yeah, I,
1: I kind of feel like like I felt nothing, and I was like, that looks kind of bad. I'm not sure, it, sure. I don't There's
0: think it one. looks bad. It's just like oh, give me like an actual trailer that shows me what it's about and what this world is, and then yeah. I, like, I want to watch it.
1: It was just that, that trailer for me was just a big fart noise. But anyways, um, what were we talking
0: about? But yeah, they got like they're doing this Gotham City Sirens thing. That's another spin off of the Batman universe because it's you know it's just Batman, it's Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy and think Catwoman. Well, um, I
1: again, I don't think they're pref- they're you know. Just, me they're, to they're me they're banking me on Harley Quinn that's all.
0: That that's that's a problem. To me that's a giant problem because instead of focusing on the franchise that they should be making which is making these larger than life important DC characters their main focus, they're saying, "Okay, let's you know, the Flash we can't really figure that out right now, so let's just you know, prioritize ba- prioritize Batman because we know he makes a lot of money." And I get that because, you know, they want to make money, it makes sense. I just think it's a really stupid thing to do in terms of like from an artistic standpoint from a storytelling standpoint so but at the same time uh, and now they're doing Nightwing which is just adding to that so
1: but I mean maybe maybe the big takeaway that they've gotten from this maybe the the lesson they've learned is that doing exactly what Marvel or trying to replicate what Marvel did is not going to work so let's take our own approach and that's why they're kind of they're working on sirens and nightwing or something like that. Well, maybe that's maybe that's a part of it. Maybe they're trying to learn from their mistakes or something.
0: Well, here, look, here's the deal: if the movies are good, I don't give a crap mm-hmm. what will they come out in. I it just it does bothers me that this mm-hmm. is the way they are doing things. It's like they don't need to copy Marvel. They don't need to do standalone for each of these and then a team up movie. You can do, you know, you can scatter them out however you want. But I just I don't like that these small side characters that. Let's be real. The majority of the movie-going public doesn't know or care that much about Nightwing. I yes, do. Yes, they do. I really, no, they don't. Yes, they no, do. They don't. they don't know who Nightwing is.
1: Batman and Robin. Uh, that they know is who like, Robin
0: is. They don't know who Nightwing is.
1: Yes, they. Of course, they do. My no, parents. They, well, okay, that's not a good. No, that's no. not a good estimation because they raised me. But no, I think I think Nightwing is very popular.
0: I, to comic book fans, he's very popular. But I can if I went around. To a bunch of people, and now I can guarantee I could get a lot of people that don't know. You know me. what?
1: Let's do that. The <laughs> find ten, find ten or so people from varying backgrounds or whatever, and like just so not just college students, but like a professor or this person, that person, just an eclectic group of ten people as much as you can, and ask them if they know who Nightwing is, and I'll do the same. We'll report back. How about that?
0: How about all right? We'll do that
1: because I, because I I, I, I really do think the Nightwing is well known. Like he's. Cause, cause, mostly because it's Batman, and it's, you know, Batman and Robin, and Robin becomes Nightwing, and I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I don't know. But that being oh. said, do you have any actors in mind, Josh? Miles go, Teller, obviously. Kill yourself.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. Just actually, I, I, I actually, I actually think he'd be pretty good, but I won't go with him. Um, I don't know. Did you have any? I have four? Yeah. Cheer
1: yeah, well, let me just bounce them off you. So, first one, I think you'll like this one. Dylan O'Brien? He's good. Yeah, no, no. It's, I think he'd be
0: a good choice. He puts what, on a what, couple more pounds. What What age do you think they're going for though? Because he's like what twenty five or something. You know,
1: a lot of people that I've seen are like like Collider put up a put up a thing of like who should play Robin and or who should play Nightwing and the Batman whatever and everybody on the list was like in their thirties and like yeah you can play younger but you're still thirty. I mean Ben Affleck. I mean if you base the actor's age, some of them would be like Affleck would be ten years older than uh like or batman would be 10 years older to 15 years older than robin when which is kind of that's i don't know the timeline kind of fits but it also doesn't yeah, I so don't... i skewed uh I, w- I would expect it to skew a little bit younger
0: cuz the robin suit in batman resume was like an adult suit yeah it was like an,
1: it was for an older person yeah so i don't know, i yeah. like Dylan obrien i think he's he's probably a safe choice cuz he is you know, he's twenty five. Okay, so that's that's fair. He's got like black hair. He's tall. He's handsome and all that kind of stuff. He almost died, which was cool. Uh, so he's got that going for him. What um, happened to him? He was in the, filming the Maze Runner sequel, and apparently, like he oh yeah, yeah a I cable like he was doing a stunt with a truck, and like a cable came off, and he got like run over or something like that. I don't know. It was, it was pretty it was pretty nasty. But he was in Deepwater Horizon, so he's you know I don't think he's a great actor, but I don't think that matters as much as being right for the role. You know, uh, but I got other names, uh, Eller Coltrane.
0: Uh, that's the kid from Boyhood, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Might be a little bit too arsey fartsy and might maybe a little bit too young. I think he's only 22 or something like that, but it's an interesting name. And I mean, if you want to set up a, uh, storyline where Nightwing becomes Batman, then, you know, you could do that. Uh, Another one is Will Poulter.
0: Oh, I like him. I don't know if he'd be good for Nightwing, but I like him.
1: Yeah, that's that was my thought too. And I need you to keep an open an open mind for this last one, okay? Promise me. Okay. Promise
0: me. Okay. Okay.
1: Nightwing, played by Harry Styles.
0: Get the fuck out of here!
1: <laughs> I said to keep an open mind. Okay, fine. Let me ask you this: So, do you think a young, and up-and-coming actor who is making his acting debut in Christopher Nolan's latest film, you don't think that that person should be considered for Nightwing?
0: Look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give him any attention and credit until I see Dunkirk. Right. First things first. I just he, mm.
1: he looked good in the trailer. He looked good in the trailer. I didn't watch
0: the
1: trailer, so okay. Well, he did. Um, I'm just saying. Why not? You got a built-in fan base. He's twenty-three years old. He's handsome. He looks good with See, short hair. He's I mean, athletic.
0: My, this is my little fourteen-year-old coming out because I don't want I don't want some heartthrob being Nightwing.
1: He's not. A, I mean, yeah, he's a heartthrob, but he's also I think I think he is a cool guy. I know, like, I think he's just he gets a bad rap for being in One Direction. I think he's much more than that, and he's he started to grow out of it and. Maybe, maybe this is this could be him being taken seriously. Maybe this could be his his pivot to not being in a boy band. I'm just saying, it's. I think it'd be cool. I think I like him. I think he's got a good look to him, and I think if he wasn't if he wasn't already in One Direction, and he just kind of started off as an actor in this Chris Nolan movie that they found at a random whatever, I think people would be much more uh, willing to go for it. And much more open minded when it comes to Harry Styles. Plus, he's, you know, he's handsome, all that stuff. And his previous, he has previous credit in Absolutely Fabulous the Movie. So we know, and a bunch of One Direction concert films. So we know he's got talent. Uh, but I don't know. Just saying, keep an open mind. That's all. I don't think, I don't even think One Direction's a thing anymore.
0: Are they? I don't even, I don't know. Let's I don't see. know what music is.
1: Let's check their, yeah, they're basically done. Yeah, they're they're done. So, sorry, sorry, Directioners, but face facts. So, of, of those, who would you cast? If you got those um, four names in front of you.
0: You so said Don O'Brien and... Eller Coltrane, uh, Will Poulter, Harry Styles. Uh, I feel like the safest choice is Don O'Brien. Right. I agree. But, um, Although, Eller Coltrane, I haven't seen him. I don't think I've seen him in anything else.
1: No, he hasn't done much.
0: Um... I don't. Know. Uh the uh, what's his name? The Will Poulter. Uh, yeah, Will Poulter. He's interesting. I wouldn't be opposed to that. But it's just I just think of him and I think of the skinny uh kid from uh that movie with Jennifer Aniston.
1: Right. The Where the Millers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, I, I
0: don't know.
1: He he really impressed me with uh in The Revenant. Like he I think he might have been the best actor. That's
0: right. That. He was in The Revenant. I completely yeah. forgot about that. He was yeah. good in that.
1: No, I think he was I think he was among the best. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the four main leads were all fantastic, but he was like, like I said in our review, of that like he, he, he for an actor like that to stand shoulder to shoulder with DiCaprio, Hardy, and Hall Gleason is like major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's not a lot of people could do that. Not not a lot of current like established actors could do that. So for him to be, do that when he's young, I was super impressed. And he's a, he's actually he's got. A couple of good movies coming out. Uh, he's in Catherine Bigelow's next movie, and he's in War Machine with Brad Pitt. So maybe this is, you
0: know,
1: I mean, he's getting some good projects, so there's there's something to him. I don't know.
0: Maybe. Don't I'm excited know. about her. Um
1: Or maybe this will never happen. Yeah. So do you have any, anything out <laughs> yeah, at I have, you? A, I
0: have a couple names. The first one is, I guess, this is kind of me being a hypocrite, because this is a former heartthrob. Uh, Justin from... Timberlake. No, God, no.
1: Oh, Zac Efron? No. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. No
1: way. Yeah, He'd be good. He'd be good. No, he would not. He's too Zac Efron. Besides, he's too much. He's too he's dived too deep into his whole like persona.
0: We talking He didn't even He is he's a, he's a good actor.
1: Like in every, Okay, but look at look at the last few movies he's been in. First of all, they're all comedies. I haven't seen him do anything dramatic in a long time, but he's all, in every single trailer I've seen him in, he's like showing off the abs and being a total bro. Like, he's... So? He's... I'm just saying, he's way too deep into that whole persona that I just... I don't see it happening. Has yeah. he done anything, uh... Like, dramatic? Do
0: you know? Yeah. What's it, um... What's it called? I'm trying to remember that movie with, um... <sighs> what's her name?
1: If you say we are your friends, I will kill you. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. Um... Where is it? A oh, dirty grandpa. That was a yeah, a big was... hit, right? Um, oh, he's
1: t- besides he's almost thirty, so I think even he's... though he he can look younger. Oh, uh, the paper boy, was I was thinking. Of. What the hell is from twenty twelve? Yeah, yeah, I don't
0: know. And I mean, I mean, the movie wasn't good, but uh, the one Lee
1: Daniels directed and it? it wasn't good, huh?
0: No, not paper, not paper That was a good movie. Um, I'm talking about the other one, the one with Oh, the kid. we
1: are your friends.
0: No, no, nobody saw that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, he was in Parkland. Um, I don't know what role he played in but he was in Parkland. It's like a doctor um, or something. Uh, What was it? St. Cloud? Cloud? Saint oh, Cloud. Yeah, that yeah. was like 10 years ago. What doesn't matter. Know. He was good. He was really good in it. The movie wasn't good. He was really good in um, it. But he, I think he'd be good. Um, Can I just say, act? I know
1: that you're excited about it, and I know a lot of people are excited about it, but Baywatch looks so
0: terrible that's gonna be amazing we're seeing that instead of Pirates I'm just letting you know that
1: I refuse I'm not gonna see, I'm not gonna see this movie I'm not gonna well, see it it looks amazing oh I'm my no, god I'm looks... telling you that's fine tra- but I'm not gonna see it
0: that trailer alone was better than the last three Pirates of the Caribbean movies it's amazing I'm not um, gonna see it yes
1: I'm saying it now Ma- Future Mason do not see this do not see Baywatch whatever you do <sighs>
0: You've already been outvoted, because I can guarantee Cody... Fine, then do an episode without me.
1: I don't care. I'm not seeing Baywatch. I'm not (laughs) spending time and money to go see Baywatch. If it it somehow gets over 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, then maybe I'll consider it, but if it's like in the 70, 60, or lower range, I'm just not. I'm not spending my... That's not how I want to live my life.
0: But you saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: Yeah, because I kind of like the Turtles, and I enjoyed that show, and I enjoyed the old movie, and it was a fine movie. Like I'm, I'm not glad I saw it, but I'm. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a waste of time. Like Suicide Squad, waste of time. Complete waste they, of
0: time. Baywatch is going to be the stupid. next Academy it's Award be winner. So stupid. It looks amazing.
1: And it's not even. It doesn't even look clever. Like the whole thing is like it's. It looks it, hilarious. You know, it reminds me of the '80s. This is a total that's '80s. Exactly, that's 90s exactly. Throwback. it's so great. Where it's like, oh, we're on a we're people out of place, but now there's a crime and there's let me there's going to be a Russian gangster, a cliched Russian gangster. It's going to be horrendous, and I don't, I don't like
0: it. I already be, don't like it. It's going to be the best movie of the I think summer.
1: Thomas Lennon wrote it. Maybe it might be good. I like him.
0: You're gonna change your opinion on the drop of a dime.
1: I like Thomas Lennon. Have you seen Reno 911? The guy's funny.
0: I don't know what that is. Reno nine one one. Okay, I do know what that is. Okay. I just, no, I've never seen that.
1: Oh, jeez, scared me. <laughs> uh, ugh, God, gross. Um, anything else?
0: Yeah, I have a couple others. Uh, Josh Hutcherson. No, he's good.
1: He's already Pia, and he's too small.
0: He he doesn't need to be super tall.
1: Have you have you seen Nightwing? That's this whole thing. So. I you can make him if you want to make nightwing black that's fine but you also you got he's got to be tall. That's kind of his deal cuz a short cuz eventually he's batman and batman has to be tall. So
0: I don't, I don't think it works that way, but okay. Um the other name the way, how, yeah. how
1: long do you give it until people start to get like super upset about discriminating against short people? Like 2 years.
0: Yeah. Two, probably. Two weeks? Not. Once we get past this whole uh Racial divide that mm. for some reason no. is still there. The next that's hurdle more, to climb, they'll, they'll, have to, they'll have to come up with something else. No, so. trust
1: me. The next hurdle to climb is fat people who are asking to be called people of size. So that's Jesus. great. Like people, so people that can't so physically walk on their own, they want to be called people of size. Tell I me mean, that's not real. No, it's it's. To, I'll send you some links, bro. No, no. A lot of cringe her. compilations are going to be heading no. your way. No. By the way, Hutcherson's five seven. I'm five seven, and I would look ridiculous in an I wing costume. So interesting, but.
0: Nah, I don't think so. Alright. The next one is uh Jack Raynor.
1: Uh he's the guy from, yeah, from Sing, Street. Sing Street. yeah. Yeah, I'll be I'd be down for that. Really he's like got a, he's got a crisp a uh, Chris Pratt kind of thing to him, exactly. so sure.
0: Um and the one other guy Oh I and mean, he's six he's, feet tall. Perfect. Yeah, he's really he, I like him. Uh the one other guy is really he's way he's a lot older. But he could probably play younger. But I mean, it will never happen because he doesn't. He barely does movies ever. He doesn't even do blockbusters. Uh, Jim on, Sturgis. Oh, I
1: thought you were gonna say Daniel Day Lewis. Oh God, no. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, he's he's almost forty. He's, <laughs> but he's six feet tall. So I don't know. I, you really no. like you really like him, don't you?
0: I think he's fantastic, and I wish more people yeah, knew he existed.
1: He's six years younger than uh, uh, than Ben Affleck. That's weird.
0: Maybe Robin was, you know, I
1: don't know, a really old orphan. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, to be honest, from a practical term, the only way you could be an orphan and be under Bruce Wayne's care is if you were under eighteen years old. So, like, if you think about it that way, then the timing has to kind of mix up, or what, else it makes no sense.
0: What if, what if they just get Michael Sarah to play him?
1: That'd be fine. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> he has to have the mustache. <laughs> he has to have the Sarah stash. That's that's a requirement. Oh my god. Wow, that'd be something else. Uh, <laughs> anything else, Josh?
0: No, that's all I had. Okay.
1: Uh, one more thing. Sorry. So I saw Get Out last week. Really good movie. Uh, look forward to talking about it at length a little bit later. Uh, just a couple of yeah, episodes now something like that. <laughs> so the movie has been getting some really good press, and it's been getting a lot of acclaim, and it's been talked like on talk shows. Stars have been asked about it. About how this is the movie is a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, not just hundred percent. No, no, but not just a hundred percent with a few reviews, but like a hundred percent with over, with, oh, well over one hundred. Like from fifty, I was just like waiting. Wait, when's the when's the first negative review gonna come? And it never came. <laughs> I fucking opened up Rotten Tomatoes, and I saw it was at certified fresh at ninety nine percent. I was like, okay,
0: who's who is the that one guy? Fucking Armand White. Ah, oh, god, he had to be that guy.
1: <laughs> do you, don't do you think he just sat at his keyboard like he opened up his laptop well I gotta start working on my uh, Get Out review and he just waited till the last minute until all the reviews were in and the 100% stands and he's like you know what Get Out is an intensuated comedy sketch in which serious concerns are debased Armand White this guy's such a shithole like I know it's a like granted it's a movie and it's like you know, it's in your opinion, all that good stuff. But like, come on, bro, do you really? If, if you're gonna toss it out a negative review, do it earlier, like, because <laughs> now it just seems petty. It just it seems petty.
0: Isn't wasn't he like kicked out of some kind of a so, like group of critics or something? I don't even know.
1: Uh, he got thrown out of a festival. Uh,
0: because I thought yeah. he was like, like I, no, everybody, you know. everybody hates him. Well, yeah. He gave, I think it was, what movie? What, it was in like 2010. I don't remember of two movies. It was like he gave Transformers 2 a positive review and he gave Toy Story 3 a negative review. Right. And from then on, just like that, he was like the worst person ever.
1: Yeah, he's just, he's pretty terrible. But this is, this is one of my, like I was, obviously I had to look at some of his reviews just to like reacclimate myself to how much of a turd this guy is. Um, uh, let's see, what did he say? Oh, yeah, this is great. So, his review for Arrival. This is a positive review, mind you, but he's still... This is what drives me crazy about him. His his blurb on Rotten Tomatoes is, Though a second-rate, semi-profound art movie, Arrival is nonetheless an ambitious demonstration of how the media manipulate our perception and our
0: experience. We've seen the what? movie.
1: The What's media the is hell? barely in the fucking
0: movie. What does that have to do with anything? The
1: media, no, but like the, the whole the media thing. It's it, remind me. You you saw uh, more recently, and I think didn't you see it twice? Or so? I've seen
0: it. I've seen it three times.
1: Aren't they in the very beginning when the aliens first come? And then once they're in the movie, for once five Amy minutes. Adams gets there, they leave. Like it's just about her on the base. Yeah. Do like do they, I, they, I, do they watch the news at all? Like,
0: not barely. Maybe I don't even. I was, And if they did, I didn't pay attention to that part because it was about 3% of the whole movie.
1: See, that's what I don't like is when you hone in on such a tiny detail or just bring politics into a movie that doesn't deserve – that it doesn't – That's the movie doesn't call for it to be there. Like the way I see it, if a movie doesn't invite politics into it, then you just don't bring it in. Like for instance, Captain America Civil War, it it welcomed politics with open arms, so I felt like it was fair to critique the, critique it for that. But if you're bringing in like media ethics into a rival when the media, when it's not like, it's not like the media was a big part of it where there were talk shows. It was just like, hey, this is happening. I wonder what's going on. You know. Yeah. <sighs> That's just that drives me crazy. What a guy. <sighs> He's in New York too. I I might go <laughs> kick his ass. <laughs> but and whatever would anybody blame me? Like I I get pulled to the precinct saying to be like Can he you just probably blame yourself? is. I would just take out. Like- I would take out my phone, like, which they hadn't taken from me, and just pull up Rotten Tomatoes and be like, yeah, he gave a he gave a positive review to Dirty Grandpa. So. Did he really? Yeah. His blurb, a burlesque like Dirty Grandpa means to liberate the oppressed and does so in a low-comedy way. Ignore the blue-nosed critics who sharpen their dentures on this movie. Ironically, they're the same fools who swallow drivel like the Hunger Games.
0: Well. All right. I he, he games like.
1: Games. He didn't like. He didn't like X Men so. Apocalypse, so that's good. Oh, and he didn't like Captain America. That's that's cool too. Oh, yeah,
0: Armand White's my best friend. Sorry. <laughs> Shut up. Uh,
1: look at look it, at his
0: picture and tell me he does not look like an orc from Warcraft.
1: Look at his picture and tell me he does not look like he's never kissed a girl. That's my question <laughs> to you. Ugh, he liked he liked the Planet of the Apes movie. God. Yeah,
0: so do most people. Because this guy's like great, phenomenal.
1: Oh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Halls. We'll end it here. This will be our last Armand White peek into the <laughs> peek into the asinine. Now that Harry Potter the Harry Potter series is over, maybe the truth can be realized. This has been the dullest franchise in the history of movie franchises. Nailed it. Cause if you if you think of Harry Potter, you immediately think of how dull it is. Like there's product, the production is even if you don't like the story or characters or whatever, that's fine. But the production design is great. Like that, I don't, I really don't think we can, we can dispute that. You know, <laughs> let's just agree, it's got good production design, so it's not, uh, whatever. white, come on the show. Let's let's talk. I want to yell at you a little bit, but uh, <laughs> all right, Josh, let's move on. Oh, okay. Jesus. Let's talk about something that we're not going to get upset over. The most undeserved Oscars at the Academy Awards. Oh, boy. Uh, Do you want to start with uh, either your number five or some honorable mentions?
0: No, you can go first. Okay.
1: Well, I have a few. So basically, the idea behind this is what Oscars that were awarded do we feel like were the most undeserved and should have gone to someone or something else? So it's very salty, and just I'll I'll be perfectly honest, I'm still a young person. I have not seen every movie from 1963, so there's this is going to be pretty contemporary. I am trash. I know I'm trash, but I'm a millennial trash, so I'm smarter than you, I guess. I don't know. So my first honorable mention, uh, for Let It Go winning the Best Original Song at the 2014 <gasps> Academy Awards you. over Ordinary Love by the greatest band on planet Earth, who cares? about You too. No one cares. Hey, Josh. We can't fall any farther if we can't deal with ordinary love, and we I cannot I reach any higher. That's that's a very good song. It movie. What I think the only reason why that didn't win is because the movie apparently wasn't that good. Uh, Mandela: Long Walk to Freedom. I think it was only like in the forty percent range on Rotten Tomatoes. Haven't seen it. Won't make a full judgment on it, but still, sad. Uh, I, I, I I felt obligated to put that on my list because it's it's greatness. Um, this one's actually going to be little, my next album. To mention is going to be a little bit surprising. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio over Michael Fassbender in for the best actor last year. Yay! Uh, I can't. I don't remember. I don't remember if I said on the show that DiCaprio gave a better performance than Fassbender. If I did, I'm I apologize because I was wrong because uh, of in every f- of all the five times I've seen Steve Jobs, I've every single time I've been blown away by Fassbender. Like he doesn't look much like Jobs, but I think he he kind of got the the gist of the guy down, so, and that's super impressive. DiCaprio, as far as I'm concerned, DiCaprio won for The Aviator, and he's just been waiting for them to recognize that ever since. So. Um, but so I think Fassbender, he really earned this one. And for anybody, anybody that can perform Sorkin dialogue and perform it well, is Oscar worthy in, in my mind. Because it's just like uh, it's just it's poetry, it's music, and in, in in words, it's amazing. And my last honorable mention is The Incredibles over Shrek Two. Um... Shrek 2, Shrek two you... is the greatest film Jesus, of all time.
0: Jesus fucking Christ! Oh okay, my God! That was for the meme.
1: Incredibles, <laughs> but it was a good. Jesus. Shrek two is technically the greatest movie ever.
0: So. Oh my God! I don't understand the love that people have for this movie. It's,
1: it's just—it's an ogre. It's—it's it's so weird. I love Shrek. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's—I just that that one was just for you. I should—I probably should in in hindsight I should have let the bit go longer. Uh, just to get you mad but damn it next time alright do you want to give your number five Josh
0: yeah alright so my number five is um, Brave winning best animated feature over Wreck-It Ralph
1: I have seen neither of those films so go ahead huh I have seen neither of
0: those movies so spill your heart you haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph no oh my god Wreck-It Ralph is amazing is it and Brave? I literally do not remember anything about it except that there's something with her mom being turned into a bear, huh. it's dumb. And I don't, it was them being they gave the award to Pixar because it was Pixar, mm. um, and that's how that happened. Gotcha. So, so now, now Brave has an Oscar and, hmm. and Ralph doesn't, and, and Ralph is amazing, and John C. Riley is perfect in it. And yeah. you should watch it. Of what I've seen, I definitely would
1: if I were to guess, I'd say Wreck and Roth would be the movie I'd like more. So I've, it's just one of those. I've been like, eh, I've been mean to get to it. Haven't gotten haven't had the chance yet. Uh my number five is No Country for Old Men winning best picture over one of my favorite films and my I think the the opus of this director. I think There will be blood should have been best picture at the two thousand seven Oscars, not just because and like I'll say because Daniel Day Lewis gives I think the best performance of all time. To be perfectly honest, like Daniel Plainview, huh? Like ever? Yeah, hundred percent. Like I'll stand by that. I think mostly because his Daniel Plainview is kind of is a force really and it's not it's and it's not a performance it's based off another person like there's nothing to there's no inspiration to look to this is just daniel day lewis going all out and completely immersed in i think the most i'll say i think it's the most interesting and most layered character to ever put to film like i really i'm in love with this performance in this movie because this guy he his whole his whole arc is fascinating to me because he is a guy who has worked and betrayed and hurt his way to, to power and money, but at the risk of not having anyone to enjoy it with. And the the scene of him at the end with when he's just in his house, curled up in a blanket, eating steak, and he's severing the last bit of human connection he has and not giving a damn about it. And then in the very next scene, clubbing the second last connection of humanity he has with a Bowling Pin is just brutal, and it's kind of everything I love about movies. It's just, it's so committed, and this movie, it just, everything came together perfectly. The runtime, even though it's two two hours and like 50 minutes, it just breezes by because Day-Lewis is just so magnetic in it, and I think, I think No Country's good. I think it's, I don't think it's as great as people say it is. I think a little, I think it's a little bit overrated, but... As far as I'm concerned, just for the the merit of the filmmaking, it's there. Were there would be bloods on a completely different planet than uh, than uh, No Country for Old Men is, and I just I I just don't see the the love that goes that that movie gets. But uh, thoughts on those movies,
0: Josh? Well, I have not seen them.
1: Okay, well, that's so another one. Thoughts? Well, if but if you do, I'm telling you, man, there would be blood is. Uh it's it's next level. I think, it really is. I think it's
0: on I think it was on Netflix for a while and then yeah. I never watched it. Yeah.
1: You know what I, I like though? Is renting movies on YouTube. surprisingly Yeah, it's appealing. like three dollars. Yeah, it's like nothing. It's like it's like the new Blockbuster. Whoa.
0: <laughs> I miss Blockbuster.
1: Yeah. Alright, Josh, you're next.
0: Alright, my number four is in nineteen seventy seven when the best movie <laughs> I know ever. This is going. Yeah. When the best movie of that decade came out, it was called Star Wars, and it did win Best Picture because Annie Hall won. Okay, and it was really stupid. So I Star understand,
1: Wars. but at the same time, I just have to to come to Annie Hall in the Academy's defense.
0: Star There's, Wars
1: should not even have been nominated.
0: What are you talking I've,
1: about? Not that it does, not that it didn't deserve it, but because that's that's 1977, right? Yeah. For, I mean, Star Wars changed the game 100% completely. And when something like that happens, the Academy never gets it right the first time. Like, take The Dark Knight, for instance. That was one of the most critically hailed, commercially successful movies of the year, and it didn't get a Best Picture nomination. It only took them uh, until, like, Inception, really, for them, like, after they saw Dark Knight, how successful it was, then they were like, okay, so I guess we're comfortable giving... Inception a best a best picture nominee because it's from this director and it's a part of this new movement of films and yada yada yada, but like Star Wars was still in its infancy, you know. Like there's no, if that that wouldn't have happened again. Like that movie Star Wars would have gotten nominated for best picture one time out of a hundred, and it just I think it just so happened to be that it was that one time because the seed, it not it's not just that the sea change hadn't started yet, but like. Or hadn't gotten movement yet, but like it hadn't even begun. There was nothing like Star Wars, and I just don't think the the Academy set in its ways ever is ahead of the curve. Whereas uh, in that in that instance, they they might they were. So I just feel like that's I think they I, what I think is I think Star Wars was just lucky to get a nomination. But and I haven't seen any Hall, so I can't really comment on what if it should have won or not. But I just think take, I think you should take that into
0: account, maybe. I will not do that, but you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars should have won. That's all I'm saying.
1: Fair. No, it's 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 fair. It's just it's <laughs> it's, an, it's just extending an aisle of range a little bit. To be like, oh, all right, Star Wars, fine. You know. Hmm, that's interesting. All right, uh, my number four <laughs> is. I'm always interested especially when the Academy Awards come around when there are two movies that are kind of similar with their um like their approach to history you know like like so for instance in this year the academy nom- the academy awarded a movie that was of the time it was of right now what's going on in the world at this moment and like as it happens but as it happens instead of going with a film that is, I think, uh, much like There Will Be Blood, I think is the masterpiece of the direct, of this director that t- goes a little bit back into the past and examines something from that everybody knows about, like a, a subject matter that's been done to death, but from a different angle. So, I think that in 2009, "Inglorious Bastard should have won Best Picture over The Hurt Locker. Like I said... I think this this is by far my favorite Tarantino movie and I think it's his too cuz I mean the last the last uh, line of the movie is Brad Pitt speaking to one of the bastards when he says I I just I think this might be my masterpiece and I happen to completely agree and I just think this is a monster of a movie that like I said looks at World War II from an interesting perspective that only Tarantino could provide and I think that's much to me as a moviegoer that's much more interesting than the the soldier at, you know, soldier war story that we've kind of seen, not done to death, but like Three Kings, uh, Black Hawk Down, stuff like that. like I, The war in the Middle East, I just don't think is as cinematically rich as, as World War Two is. And I just think this movie was, I think Hurt Locker winning Best Picture was a kind of a reaction to what's happening now instead of what movie is the most significant, so... Uh, what do you think about those
0: movies, Josh? Am I crazy? Well, or like the last two, I have not seen them. Really? Oh,
1: sorry, you haven't nah, seen haven't. Bastards. No, nah, I haven't seen them. Oh, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's, I, it's, I want to. It's really good.
0: I'm, I'm trying to catch up on uh the good old, Yeah, Tarantino.
1: Nice. All right, your number three then.
0: My number three is a movie that we just talked about a second ago. And it is in 2000 and what year was it? 2011? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2011. When The King's Speech won Best Picture, and it shouldn't have, because the masterpiece known as Inception did not.
1: Now, did, have you seen The King's
0: Speech? I have not.
1: Okay, so that's what that's the distinction I do with this list because I only made a switch out if I've seen if I've seen both of them. Because maybe, like with The King's Speech, like maybe The King's Speech is when you see it, it'll be your favorite movie of all time. I'm, you know?
0: I'm sure I will probably like it very much, except yeah. I don't really like period pieces, so maybe not. Um,
1: but Colin Firth is so cute.
0: Yeah, well, he's, he was going he was to Kingsman. He's so um, cute. Um, I don't know. Well, I haven't seen it, but I, I I, couldn't really put too many of these together because a lot of the things that I think should have won when I, were beat out by something that I didn't see. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of what I'm left with.
1: No, that's un- understood. I'm, like, <laughs> like we Except said we before, won, but... I'm much more... Uh... I'm much more of an Oscar slave than you are. That's oh well. All right. Uh, I have s- not seen King's Speech either. Looked okay. Um, not Tom Hooper doesn't really do it for me. I don't think. I think Miz is. Miz is great. I think Le Miz is a
0: kind of a train wreck. Uh, Looks fantastic. And, I mean, a little long, but Russell Crowe though. Come on. He was. I don't know why everyone hated his singing. He was great.
1: Because he's doing like he's not doing the right singing. He's doing he's singing wrong. He's not that guy. Okay. He's he's funny as hell, but he doesn't belong in a musical. Um all right. Uh my number 3 <laughs> This is kind of going to go against my last argument. Um my number t- my number 3 is I couldn't really decide on what movie should is appropriate for it and I'm, I'm literally going 100% against what I said earlier, but so this is great. In 2012, at the Oscars, Argo won Best Picture, right? Yeah. And I think it should have been either Lincoln or Zero Dark
0: Thirty. Oh, God,
1: no. First of all, Lincoln has Day-Lewis, it has Spielberg, and it's about politics. So, I mean, that combination, even if you have only two of those, I'm kind of in. I'm just, I'm in, 100%. Like, let's do it. So the fact that it had all three in the cast work so well against each other, it was about just American politics, which I find, which you know, is one of the things I find most interesting and things I love reading about. Um, and again, a gr- one of the all-time great performances from Day-Lewis is Abraham Lincoln. Like The sensitivity and the, the weight and gravity and uh, internal anguish that he brought to that role was just... Oh, man, you, you don't get much better. And then Zero Duck 30, on the other hand, like, kind of going against everything I said with The Hurt Locker, it is about now. And, but it's not as much about the process as it is the, like, the process of, because, like, Hurt Locker's a lot about, it's, I mean, a lot of the movie does take place in the whole, uh, like, when Jeremy Renner's doing the bombs or when he's, like, interacting with his with the with i guess the community for lack of a better term like it's it's not as there's not as much of a plot in Hurt Locker as as far as I'm concerned but Zero Dark Thirty is just so centered on Jessica Chastain's obsessiveness with Osama bin Laden how that all came together um and I just think it is it's, the movie's the movie's a monster and I think it's about I mean both of these films are extremely political and I, I so I understand and like I guess Argo too is to an extent. Um, I understand these those interest me, but I just think at the time they both had a different thing to say about just the political arena in general. And I I, just, I think they were much more deserving of an award than Argo, which I think I think it's a good movie, but I think it dances around what's interesting about it because it, I think I think it was a mistake for this movie to center so much around the rescue and not around the reason for a rescue. You know. Yeah, the "Argo, fuck yourself" is cute, and Affleck gets to do uh, some cool stuff. But at the end of the day, I just feel like that's narratively and emotionally, I just don't feel like that is as um, it's just as present in what's what should be important right now as something like Lincoln or Zero Dark Thirty is. So now I know you've seen all three of these, so
0: I have seen all three. Uh, Argo is better. Blows Argo blows Lincoln out of the water because Lincoln is boring. I love Spielberg. That movie made me, me want to go to sleep. Um, and then Zero Dark Thirty is okay. It's a movie. Um, Point Break is better. Um, Which one? Which one? The original.
1: Okay. Okay. Fine. Uh, I the can, one that was the one. <laughs>
0: the one with the original director. Um, uh,
1: however, it would be pretty cool if you were like. Nah, I think 2015. It's like nailed uh, it. Did so anyone that. even see that? Nobody did. Okay, good. Three people um, saw it and they all hated it.
0: Yeah, it was. Well, I don't know. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I just those two movies like That's fair. they didn't really do that much to me. I mean, everyone and also everyone hyped up that the final thirty minutes of Zero Dark Thirty was like it's so intense and it's so well done. It's like the best part of the movie. I. Remember in that? Boot. I remember getting that part of the movie. And I was at that point. I was just already like exhausted because I was just like these just are both hour, long movies. It's like a two just, hour and forty five minute movie. Let me just say, it's, I like long movies. Like I hate. See, uh, I'm if, opposite. I hate long movies. <laughs>
1: but like, I like them if they can hold. If it can hold my interest, then I'm like all in. But there's there's some long movies where it's like, okay, this needs to end and end soon. But if it's if it can hold my interest and I'm just I'm down for the ride, you know.
0: I and, like long movies when they're like ha, they're big epic movies like Lord of the Rings or something like that. But when it's just like, when it's like I don't a political think how can you thriller, get much more
1: epic than Osama bin Laden oh my God. or slavery? When it's you know I mean? when it's
0: just like some political thriller, it's like it does not need to be that long. Like Zodiac, good movie, didn't need to be two hours and forty minutes. Oh, it totally did. No, it didn't. Like um, it. you could you could shave a good 20, 25 minutes out of that thing. Yeah, it wouldn't um, be as good though. It would be great. Um, but yeah, it's, those two movies, like, they're, I mean, Lincoln, I'll acknowledge that it's, you know, I probably would say it's, its well, it's decently directed, and, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis is great, but I don't remember almost anything about it other than the fact that it was just people talking about slavery and...
1: Yeah, see, that's that's where we differ. I love that kind of stuff. I love, yes. I'm, I love politics and, like, the... the and, I don't
0: mind, I don't mind, I mean, there's some great political movies, but, like, I don't want to watch it for that long. What is your favorite
1: political movie? I'm curious. Like, having <sighs> to deal with politics.
0: I don't have that many favorites. Um, what are some? Just off, the top of my off some. Head. List off some of I'm trying to think of ones I've seen.
1: I mean, I don't. I can't think of too many. Uh...
0: Exactly. Um, is, well, because, like... Does Captain America The Winter Soldier go? No, stop up? it. Okay. <laughs> it's not, that movie's
1: not political
0: at all. Yes, it is. No, it's um, not. That's about espionage. Um
1: so, yeah that's doesn't that's not politics that's, that's
0: it's like the same thing no, it's not i don't know
1: this is actually about like people in a room working things out
0: yeah, that's... so those then the phantom menace i don't know
1: fuck you what about like <laughs> 12 angry men
0: i haven't seen that no
1: okay it's not really political either uh hmm, i don't know i'll I'll get back to you on that one maybe we'll do a special episode
0: yeah. But like just just people talking about like politics and stuff for a whole movie, it's like you see.
1: But it's not about it's not about it's the not politics of it. To... It's about the approach to politics. Because so like Lincoln is one of the great minds of ever. Basically, no, like a... this guy is an all time just intelligent and just the way I think the the beauty in this movie is partially it's in making people feel good about like the whole hey we conquered slavery like that's definitely a part of it and I can I can understand that, but it's also. It's just about, I see, it doesn't matter, to me it doesn't really matter what two people talk about, it's how they talk about it, you know? So, like, this movie could be just a two and a half hour discussion of, like, parking lot zoning or something like that, and I would be, and if it was done in this way and with this kind of care and just maneuvering and stuff like that, then I'd be just as invested. It just so happens to be about something that's interesting, and I'm perfectly aware I I completely understand why people don't like people think that Lincoln is a snore or whatever, because I feel the same way about Captain America. So it's in Cap Civil War or whatever. Like I we just you they like different films things. Films in that movie. No, they
0: don't. Yes, they, do. they did did they end slavery? No, but they did they end slavery devi- they they, did, they divided they did. the Avengers. That is way more so. Exciting.
1: So you're saying the movie that aims <laughs> to unite America is worse than the movie that separates the Avengers, really. Yes, that's so, exactly what truly. I'm saying. I think, I don't know. I, I'm a, you know me, I'm a history dork, and I love all this kind of stuff. So I, I completely understand. Less so on Zero Dark Thirty, but, you know, whatever.
0: That's... Zero to Thirty, it's not that I don't like Zero... Like, Zero is Thirty's a good movie, it's just I feel like it's way longer than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like uh, what's her, uh, Jessica Chastain is amazing in that movie. She's just fantastic, but... Um, and I think that oh, raid well. scene,
1: it's not... If you're expecting something like pulse pounding, then I think you had the wrong idea of it. Because did you watch it in the theater?
0: No. Okay, I'll I watched it at my house.
1: Yeah, I di- so did I. I mean, I, sh- I wish I would have seen that in theater, but I think the theater experience of seeing that is much different than the home experience. Because the the way I I tried to I try to watch movies as if I'm in a theater, and that's that's one of the that was one of the scenes where I was like, wow, this would have been just killer on the big screen. I just think the. The way that it was handled, like the real realism of it, is is what uh, what sets it apart. But again, understood, understand why people why you don't like it. Totally fine. Argo is
0: not good though. it's 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 good. It's just it's okay. It's fantastic. It's fine. What what about it? Do what about that? Do you like? I don't know. I just really it's not even my favorite Ben Affleck movie. It's probably my actually it's probably my least favorite Ben Affleck movie. Um, But I just I just thought it was really just it it was it was everything I want out of the like that's a good to me that's a good political movie. But it's not about politics. I know that's why I like it. It's it's about politics, but it's not about politics. No, nothing like is it, about
1: politics.
0: It it kind of is. They
1: not mention, like, it, but yeah, but they they prevent politics as a MacGuffin. Not like, that's what I
0: like. That's gross.
1: I don't like that. Okay, like you're it. making me sad. All right, let's move on.
0: <laughs> okay. Is it my turn? is it my turn now? Yeah. Okay. I just. Uh, what are we on number two? Um. Uh, so my number two is from 1999 when Sam Mendes won Best Director for American Beauty, and it should have gone to M. Night Shyamalan for The Sixth Sense. Explain.
1: I've seen both of those, so I will hold my thoughts. The
0: way... Well, this is just me personally as a horror fan. Um, the way that he directs that movie, and especially when building up to the twist at the end, that is masterful stuff. Like yeah. Especially for someone who i think that was that was his first movie um so the fact that at such a young age and so new to the game he did such a perfect job doing all that right um i think is better and I, I, american beauty is awesome that's a really awesome movie right but to do what he did in Sixth Sense, i think took a lot more skill than what mendez did in american beauty mm-hmm. so
1: you see uh, that this uh this year and specifically that uh Actually, mine was for Best Picture, but I actually had that before I had to cut it. Um, it was for The Insider over American Beauty, which I love American yeah. Beauty, very good movie, but I I like The Insider more. But I did, I actually I hundred percent agree with you. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're just, I just think you're hundred percent right. the The skill that it took to pull that off is just. It's just as good as getting a great performance out of an actor is to hold the audience in the palm of your hand and then squish them at the last second. Like that's and I wasn't alive. Well, I was alive in 1999, but I don't remember anything because I was too busy eating shit. Uh, um, (laughs) I I ate shit as a kid, whatever. Would you? It was like people were genuinely surprised. Like it was a thing. It was like, oh, my God. Did you see the Sixth Sense? And I think yeah. at the end of the day, that's what a movie is supposed to, like. That's the point of movies is you go see a movie and say, "Oh my god, you need to see this movie."
0: Yeah, it's like I don't, I don't, but... people don't really do that anymore. Like the the no, they, two because
1: they bitch about it on Twitter.
0: Yeah, well, the thing the two two movies recently that I've heard people doing that is Get Out and Split, which is awesome. But right, it's like I'd like I want to see more of that coming <sighs> back.
1: Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it does. Yeah, but no, I I, I agree with you 100. percent I would. Still think I think the insider is just a great. You seen it? No. Okay. (laughs) Fun fact: may not uh, you may not know this, but it is long. It's one hundred (laughs) and fifty-seven minutes. But it's about like journalism and ethics. Oh god, it's even worse. And it's like about a tobacco company. It's like it's about like freedom of speech and stuff like that. It's got Pacino and Christopher Plummer and Russell Crowe. These are
0: are there any explosions in it? No. Okay, then I will. But a
1: guy leaves a a knife in somebody's backyard. So,
0: <laughs> yes? That's, I'm going to say okay, yes. Okay, I'm going to say yes. It's, that's, I don't know. But it's Michael Bann,
1: so it, you don't even need an oh, The guy okay. does tension. You, well, you should have started with that. I thought I said that. No, I'm sorry. No, you did. No, this might be Michael Bann's best movie, even though I like Heat more. And then fuck uh, Public Enemies
0: or whatever. The movie's. Oh, Is that shit. the Johnny Depp one? Yeah.
1: And I don't. I don't even hate the movie. It just should have been so much better than it was.
0: Did you see that one with uh, Thor? The What's new it? one? Oh, black. black, no, black hat. No. As soon as somebody
1: because I why. I saw people liking it ironically on Letterboxd, and as soon as that happens, I just I'm out of a movie. I just I'm not gonna <laughs> see it. Like, if actually I'm not. Gonna, I was gonna say if Carol. If I had known about that before seeing Carol, I wouldn't have seen it. But Carol had Kate Blanchett, so I. What am I supposed to do here? Um, okay, so my number two, uh, I got, I I tried to include a diverse list of like cinematographies and screenplays and stuff like that. I I, I wasn't able to because, um, some of the best picture ones I really wanted to get to, but this, I found a best actor race and this goes for the movie as well. And basically every category that these two shared, Russell Crowe should not have won Best Actor in for the two thousand Oscars. Tom Hanks should have fucking won for
0: Castaway. That's a wait. What movie did Russell Crowe win for the um, Gladiator? Oh, Gladiator.
1: Gladiator's it's okay.
0: It's Gladiator's fine. awesome.
1: It's it's awesome as an action movie, but it doesn't. It's not
0: that. That's a great movie.
1: It's it's fine. Like it's like as an action movie, it is perfectly acceptable. It's well made. I, it is I, I say well this as somebody who's not a Ridley Scott fan.
0: Gladiator is an awesome movie,
1: but it's it's not that good, though. It's not like it's Academy so good. Award good. I don't understand why that got nominated. It's it's extremely It's extremely cliched. It has no significance. The movie that doesn't
0: that doesn't make it a not good movie
1: for the Academy Awards. I think you do have to have a little bit of significance to it. Wherever I that may be. Like, for instance, last year, Mad Max. That's significant because it was. It was a step. It was a large step forward for practical effects in Hollywood. Great, and I guess you, maybe you could say the same thing about Gladiator, but it's, I I don't think those should be recognized for Best Picture. But I'm talking about Best Actor, so I'll get to that. I think Russell Crowe he can be a great actor at times, but uh, and maybe the argument could be made that this is one of those times. But Tom Hanks carried Castaway on his back, on his shoulder, like yeah. I know people talk about it. it's like oh Tom Hanks is on an island, but like that is one of the greatest performances ever because that's, it's, to it's me, one that's person. Best
0: performance ever,
1: it is. That's your pick. Yeah. Interesting. So we got Tom Hanks and Castaway for you, and then Daniel Plainview, and I mean they're basically it is basically a one movie or one actor perf- movie for the most part. But I mean, even though we talk about it all the time, it's still we shouldn't undercut that Tom Hanks carried a movie by himself. That movie was never boring. That movie, I was never my interest in that wow. movie never waned for a second because he just he had the chops and the skill to keep my to keep my interest as one person on an island where he barely spoke and worked off a of volleyball. Like I know Castaway, it's so part of pop culture, everybody knows about it, but and it, it's it somehow is underrated as a film and it is somehow an underrated Tom Hanks performance because like I'll take this. Over Philadelphia or Forrest Gump any day of the week. By the way, Forrest Gump was not on my list of movies that should not have won. Just so you know, because it's on is... mine. Oh, spoiler fine. alert! Oh shit, that's right. God damn it! I think it's great. Um, so yeah, and then back to Gladiator just for a second because I haven't, I've never been able to talk about this before. Don't I don't think it's that great. It's fine. It's, it's a perfectly acceptable. It's a great action movie it's if that's what badass. you're into. But it's not. It's not really it's that so smart good. and it's just
0: It doesn't need to be. It's the dead wife syndrome. Yeah,
1: but it doesn't need to be, but it doesn't it shouldn't be
0: nominated. It shouldn't if be in best can picture. can get nominated for best picture the Sinking Gladiator.
1: I mean, yeah, they're basically they basically live in the same headspace as far as I'm concerned, but it's not like it's just when I saw the movie, I was super hyped. I was like, wow, this is going to be like big and complex and all that kind of stuff, but it's just it's it's a it's a revenge movie. That's it. So, it's a revenge.
0: It's a revenge just, movie done so well.
1: It's is it though? It's I mean it's it it's is. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know, it's okay. It's so good. <laughs> I don't get it. I think Russell Crowe's okay. He's fine. Script's okay. It's just it's a whatever movie. You know, and I don't think that's worth the best picture or best actor when, uh, when Tom Hanks and Castaway's like right there. So, uh, Josh, what's
0: your number one? My number one is in nineteen ninety four. Oh my god. Actually it was nineteen ninety five since the movies were 1994.
1: I mean I'm just use, I'm using the like the year, so instead of like yeah. it being in okay. your head, so just yeah, yeah, go
0: yeah. for it. Okay, so this is a very important year because this is the year that the Oscars decided that they don't care what the best movie of the year is. We're gonna give it to the boring movie about a stupid guy. And we're going to ignore the greatest movie ever made because reasons. And the movie that won was Forrest Chump, and the movie that did not win anything was Shawshank Redemption. By the way, uh, Suicide Squad has more Oscars than Shawshank Redemption. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, meme. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? This is stupid. I don't. I don't. I still to this day. I don't know how Forrest Gump won anything. I mean, I do because you know pretentiousness and all that good stuff. Um, Tom Hanks, my favorite actor of all time. He's he's great in the movie. Um, He's not better than Morgan Freeman was. Um, Really, really everything that this movie got, everything that this movie won, that Shawshank Redemption also got nominated for. Um, it should have been the other way around and Shawshank Redemption should have won everything that this movie won Shawshank Redemption is a perfect movie I I will fight anybody that tells me otherwise Um, and Forrest Gump bores me and it's overrated it is possibly the most overrated movie of all time no, that's Blade Runner second overrated movie of all time Um, it's not that good Um, I don't get it it's fine it's whatever bland. It's boring. Uh, I don't like it. And it shouldn't have won Best Picture because Shawshank is a masterpiece. And which movie do people talk about now and which movie do people not care about is all I'm saying.
1: I'm done. Very interesting. Uh, I'll give you this. Forrest Gump had... Nothing. I I think... Actually, I think... um, in a, in a in an alternate universe, I think Shawshank winning Best Picture would have been better for movies overall after than, um, than Forrest Gump was because like one of my favorite subgenres of films is the <laughs> is uh actor playing a mentally handicapped person to win an award. Uh, like Jodie Foster did it. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Or somebody did it for like radio or whatever. And those kind of movies, I just are funny to me, because like, those are pretty hysterical. So like, I'm kind of tempted to say that I'm rather I'd rather have Forrest Gump win because those are movies are so great. But I don't know. Uh, I don't have a problem with this one. I love both movies relatively equally. I think I don't think a movie. Has a sing one single movie because I think it's been done in like for Lord of the with Lord of the Rings for instance, but like I don't think a single movie has told its story better and more clearly and concisely than for than than Forrest Gump did. Yep, than Shawshank did. I'll give you that, but at the same time, Forrest Gump is a much it's I think it's a it's an an easier movie for people to accept. And I think that because it does, it kind of wraps up. It, it's got the Americana kind of um, kind of weight to it, where it's it's college football, it's John F. Kennedy, and it's the hippie movement. It's it's Vietnam. It's it just it it reaches across so many years and reminds Academy voters and just people in general of that time in their lives. You know, like oh, I remember when I, when JFK. Uh, when I, you know when JFK was president when we was elected president, or oh I remember when, uh, the march on Washington happened, or you know I remember when my brother got sent to Vietnam, where I think yeah maybe you could probably you could make the case that it's a mu- it's a much more inferior movie, but I do think it's a better Best Picture winner than Shawshank is, which yeah if you have a problem with that that I say that that. Best picture doesn't go to the best movie. Completely understand. You're, you are 100% right. But as far as the way that the the best picture movie has been sort of presented, I do think that Forrest Gump was a better choice because it is, it is about more than its story. It's about its culture. And it's about just culture as a whole. And I enjoy that. I think that's a worthwhile thing where as Shawshank is... Again, it's just it's a it's a story, and uh, I agree with you, but I also don't is what I'm trying to say. I think you're not wrong. You're you have complete, total good reasonings to think the way that you do, but I just think as far as the be- as as far as the office of best picture winner, I can see why Forrest Gump would get the get the nod, so. Do you kind of understand where I'm coming from, or you just hate... Not at all, comes. no. Okay, all right. Okay. But do you see where, like, it, it it builds into the nostalgia, you know?
0: I, I, I this... wasn't around for those things, so... Hmm.
1: And I don't care what you say. Forrest, at the end of the movie, when Forrest, like, has to muster up the courage to ask if his son is going to be... If, if his son is like him... Is just as good of acting as anything in Shawshank. It's cool. Say what you're feeling. Uh, Let me in, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) It's alright. I don't like this person. You've (laughs) you've changed since the war,
0: (laughs) the war, the gump. Uh, what a stupid movie.
1: I think it's great. I think and you know again this goes back to like which one of us likes American history and reads about it all the time and grew up and is like a dork about it. It's me, you know, which so it's just personal preference. I like Shawshank. I love it. It's it's not one of my favorite favorite movies, but it's always in it's always in the conversation something I do like to like to revisit, but you know I like I like Forrest Gump. I think it's a it's a very sweet movie. That's about uh, it's about a lot of things. So, are you okay? You still mad?
0: What a stupid movie!
1: Plus, Shawshank barely made any money, (laughs) so it's like, can you really call it the best picture?
0: Yes, because it was. I know, but like, Swiss Army Man didn't make anything, and that's the best movie of 2016.
1: Maybe. And neither did everybody wants them, so I don't know. But like, yeah, it's the best picture. It's what movie? What movie do you want? Do we want to represent this year? And it's not. It's not written in stone. It's not like. It's not like no other movie exists. It's just which one do we feel should be recognized as the peak in cinema in this given year? So I don't know. I don't mind. I don't mind Forrest Gump. I love it actually. I watch it every. I watch it once a year. You will never make me feel bad for that, Josh Needle. So, But how much do you yeah. want to see the sequel, where Forrest Gump deals with 9-11? <laughs> Apparently that's a thing. Oh, God. How many times have you seen Forrest Gump?
0: I have seen it once.
1: Well, that's not fair.
0: It is totally fair.
1: How is that fair? You've, you, you're throwing down on a movie you've only seen once?
0: Because I saw it once, uh, I remember the movie very clearly, I saw it, and I forced, it was one of the movies where you feel like you have to like it, because it's just one of those movies that you have to like, because if you don't like it, you're wrong, so I watched it, and I basically forced myself to like it, I was like, that's great, it's not, but it's great, I really liked it, then I thought about it, and I was like, okay, maybe I maybe it's okay if I don't think it's amazing, then I thought about it more, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's it's okay, it's fine. And the more I think about it, I'm like, no, this movie just is, it's, it's whatever. Then I found out, you know, that it lost to, or that it beat Shawshank Redemption. And that just kind of made me not like it more. Right. So Hmm. I will never watch it again. Probably. Shawshank is better. In some
1: ways. Yeah, sure. In all ways. But what's what's the th- what's the what's the impact that Shawshank has on on cinema as a whole? What does it say? What makes it the best picture?
0: Hope will set you free. Is what it has to say.
1: As long as you have a poster of Rita Hayworth. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, that's fine. You know, I'm am Team Gump. I'll, I'll I'm not afraid to admit it. And I know, like, Shawshank is is more people's favorite movie than probably any other movie, so that's, and I love it as well. But I do think Gump was appropriate. Plus, did Gump, or did, uh, did anybody in Shawshank get bit in the ass by a bullet? Don't think so. Don't think so. And Bubba? Bubba, come on. Forrest and Bubba, wasn't that cute? It was fine. What happened to you? Again, jeez. All right,
0: I I changed. (laughs) You grew. I saw.
1: I see. I grew up. I saw for what it was. Okay. Uh, My number one. Since we might as well get further contentious, basically, any category that Birdman and Boyhood were shared, Boyhood should have won. Birdman might be might just be the most overrated movie I've ever like, most overrated movie of all time. It's one of the
0: why do you hate that movie so much? I, Please break it down to me.
1: I hate everything about this movie. I hate you don't like Michael Keaton in it? I like okay. I like the some of the performances. I'm cool with like Edward Norton, for instance. Great performance.
0: Super Emma Stone.
1: She's she's fine. She's know. amazing. She's that her Facebook rant is the worst. It's this movie is so in love with That's itself the, and condescending it's so and self-important that it is it is ugly it is ugly it is insignificant it is full of itself it is it's just mean it's a mean movie the the talk that um like the conversation that keaton has or whoever was it keaton? no was it was a keaton or was it norton they have like they have a conversation with a critic in some bar and it's just like it's just it's it comes off as inner reader's justification for being a douche it's like oh just cuz you don't create doesn't mean you can criticize or whatever it's like that's total and complete bullshit you don't need to you don't need to be, need to be a master guitar player to know that a sequence of chords sounds like shit like it's just i ugh, i hate i really hate this movie i don't know why people like it it's not it's not it is nothing special it is it see like okay i'll say forrest gump Forrest Gump is an overarching idea and it has an overarching theme about like American culture and what it like the Americana and kind of how that was developed because it really is it's it's basically Forrest Gump wandering his way through uh, through American history and it's it's highs and it's lows so there is there is some sort of external kind of meaning to it Birdman's doesn't have anything except to tell everybody why it's 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 important. And movies have, that have to say movies and music and books and bands that have to tell the audience that it's important. I just I think are in just are just stupid. It's a stupid, meaningless, worthless movie that I'm I never want to I never want to see or think about again. And every time that I see it in a anywhere where Blu rays are sold, I hide it from view, view so nobody else has to deal with. The asinine bullshit of Birdman. It's and the and the, at least, like one of the things I was looking forward to when I went to see this was like the whole tracking shot thing. Is like, yeah, is this movie filmed in one take? But it's fucking not. There's there's several cuts. Not like it's it's not like it takes place during a day. It takes place over like three three or four days or whatever. When like, where it loses momentum, the story never ends up meaning shit. Like the ending is just terrible and the dialogue is cringe worthy so there's some there's some okay stuff mostly revolving around Edward Norton but the rest of it is just so condescending and just it's a brutal movie and i i would been fine if birdman and boyhood split best director best picture but as far as i'm concerned boyhood is on it's on, it's in the it's in a different if it's it's in the stratosphere compared to compared to birdman that movie is about life unfiltered it is a passion project told over 12 years and i just that that is never that has never been done before and if anybody tries it again it's going to come off as a gimmick and that movie is a that is a that is a lightning bolt that nobody that nobody recognized. and i find that terrible because it's just for the amount of dedication and work that Linklater to put into that movie to to bite it off in chunks and somehow create a narrative and a cohesion to it is nothing short of brilliant and while Birdman sneers at everybody and tells tells us why we shouldn't like comic book movies and why it's and why cinema is dead and when it when in actuality it's it's what's killing cinema. So that's my spiel. I know you disagree. Yeah it's a good movie. It's not it's fucking terrible. It's, it's a great movie. I, I know I said earlier that people that are get this worked up about movies are mentally ill, well sign me up. Because I'm, I I'll be mentally ill if it, if it means I can continue hating this fucking movie. I, I there may not be a movie that I dislike more. There really might not. It might just be Birdman. But anyways, where did this rank in the year for you in 2014?
0: I want to say it was in my top ten. Uh, it might have been like my nine or ten, <laughs> but. Remember right?
1: I can live with that.
0: God, what It's so it? good. It's
1: not. What do you like about this?
0: I just. Lo- I don't know. I just think it's so. I think I. I think I actually like it more than the Revenant. Like it's so good. It just, the story is to me is really compelling. I what think a, it's really interesting. What
1: about what, like I I actually haven't seen in a while. I don't really remember because I was just sort of seeing hating, you. Should watch it again. As far like I know the story no. Uh, I know the story was, like, <laughs> it was about Michael Keaton's character, like, before his play was going to open. He's, like, washed up or whatever. But, like, outside of that, what happened? What do you mean? Like, like what like, What things happened in this movie? Like, did, what was the plot, almost? Oh, Zach about, Galifianakis was really good, too. I forgot to he mention. He was great. He was so good. Yeah, he was, um, he was
0: the best person in the movie. It was just about, like, him kind of... I guess, rediscovering himself, which is, I guess, that's kind of a cliche thing, whatever. I, thought, I just thought it was done so well, and then, like, it was him kind of, not, like, re- kind of, because, um, you know, he was had this past where he was this retired superhero actor, and now he's trying to be a serious actor, and he's kind of trying to make a a new, I guess, a new name for himself, and it's just, I don't know, it's something really interesting and uh enjoyable about that to me and I just Michael Keaton was so good in it and he was so much better than Eddie redmayne playing sits in a chair for a whole movie. Um boo. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, but why do you like it? I still don't understand.
0: I, like, I what just about movie? Why do you like Neil Patrick Harris? Because I think
1: he's I find him entertaining and I find him. No funny. he's not he's he's not funny. Um well the the dialogue he's given is at least. Know, well the
0: dialogue performed. and the di- and like the dialogue of this movie is so good. It's so just it's so just keeps coming and it's so it's on fire. Like it just doesn't stop. And Emma Stone is amazing. That scene where she just goes off on him is perfect. Obnoxious. It is well, it is incredible. Um Edward Norton is amazing. Just, yeah, everyone, everyone in this movie is so good. just I love it. It's so good.
1: They and, no, to... it's,
0: and no, it's not actually filmed in one take, but the way they make it seem like it is it's works. It's stupid rip- and pointless. And, and it it's looks stupid really and well. pointless. It's really cool. It's stupid and, and it pointless. it adds to what it, it is. To. It's great.
1: The momentum is
0: killed. And the really? ending of the movie is amazing.
1: You see, I'll disagree with you there, because <sighs> if you're going to have like like a, I wonder, like an open ending it has to be interesting and it just sort of lost me with oh he flew away cuz he was actually a bird man get it and i really i I'll, and i'm honestly i'm kind of upset that if if this is kind of how art if this is how art imitates life and this is how michael keaton really feels about being batman that's that really bums me out i don't think he's this that much of a jackass to completely spit in the face of the role that made him famous that's another thing. I just fucking hate Birdman. I don't know why people like it. It means it meant nothing to me. It still does. What a shithole! Hate this movie. Hate it. Hate All right, it. let's All right. move. Let's let's wrap this up, shall we? Uh. <laughs> fucking freaking Birdman. Birdman and great. Forrest Gump. That's a double feature. That's a double Got feature. It.
0: That's one. Would, one of those would be great.
1: Exactly, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump would be the great one. <sighs> what do you? Th- okay, so, what do you think? You like superheroes movies more than I do. Like, what do you think about the whole conversation with the critic? What do you think about the whole the the movie's underlying? No, I mean, I think it's
0: a, I think it's a valid. I think it's a valid thing. I completely disagree with it. I still enjoy it. I think it's a I you know I can you know I'll take it for what it is, you know. Um but
1: You don't find that condescending or pompous at all? I mean
0: that's when the, half the
1: people in the movie were in superhero movies, especially? I mean more than half now. Galfinakis was in Lego Batman, Keaton was Batman, Norton was a Hulk, Emma Stone oh, yeah. was Gwen Stacy. I mean, like do you find that weird? A at character. All? I know, but like you're still commenting on your on yourself. The movie sloppy. That's what it is. It's sloppy philosophy. Hmm. All right. I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so worked up right now. I'm shook. I really am. I'm shaking. Uh, next week, and actually this week, some point, very soon, uh, we're going to talk about a good movie, I think. Logan is out. How excited are you, Josh?
0: I'm so excited.
1: I'm so excited. I bought my tickets. Can't wait. Hopefully, get a good, get a good uh, ruckus crowd. Enjoy the fudge out of this movie. So, uh, but until next time, you can follow us real on the Twitter. And as always, leave a five star. I treat to you. So, Josh Needle. Until next time, take it easy.
0: See ya.